This is the Ad Hero Podcast, the podcast that reveals marketing tips, trends, and techniques by industry experts, insiders, and influencers. For years, AdSymbol has helped businesses develop and launch campaigns to amplify their message, establish authority, and earn their lion's share of the market. This podcast will help you design and supercharge your plan to make an impact with valuable lessons you can apply in your business today. To get more information or start now, visit adsymbol.com. That's A-D-S-E-M-B-L-E.com. Let's get started. Welcome to the Ad Hero Podcast. Brought to you by Ad Symbol. My name is Gio Giovanni. And I'm Matthew Olivieri. And we're your personal ad heroes. Back in the studio for another episode. This week, we are super pumped to interview our very special guests and sponsors, David Sexauer and Aubrey Abernathy from Sun Vision Display and learn how they can discover an opportunity to innovate in the digital signage industry. That's right. This, this episode is really all about entrepreneurship. Um, and it's kind of about thinking outside the box, just like our guests David and Aubrey uh, have done. And so, you know, basically... If you're in a situation, if you're in an environment, if you're listening to this and you work in a company and you think, man, I'm just going to be forever destined to just work on the same old product for the rest of my life. No, that's not the case. There's always innovation and behind innovation is opportunity. And uh, this is a really cool story. And we love, we love Sun Vision Display for being um, not only sponsors, but just really cool that they could come on the show today and tell us more about how they came up with this idea and their go-to-market strategy. So we're going to get into all of that in just a few minutes, but we do have David and Aubrey live on the big screen. So listen, Gino, if, if someone's not watching the YouTube feed right now, what are they missing out on? They're missing out on a lot of knowledge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they're also missing out on seeing. Seeing is believing. They're That's missing, right. They're missing out on seeing David and Aubrey. Uh, because we have a nice big screen right here in the studio. I was just going to say that. And there's Sun Vision Display in the very background, too. That's correct. Yeah, the product itself. So we're going to get into all that. But yeah, check us out on the YouTube channel so you can watch the Ad Hero podcast just like you're already listening to it on your favorite podcast station. Uh, we got a whole thing lined up to get in with David and Aubrey. But before we do that, Gino, what's, what's dropping in the A block? <laughs> well, we have a lot to go over, actually. Um, but let's take a quick minute to tell about our sponsor, Sun Vision Display. All right. Sun Vision Display signs are an exciting new development for the digital signage industry. Using reflective color LCD technology, Sun Vision Display signs are both sunlight readable even in direct sunlight, and ultra low power. They actually use up to 95% less power than high brightness LCDs and LED signs. They offer full HD resolution in 16.7 million colors and come in a 32-inch size and a 43-inch size coming soon. Definitely check out if you're on the market for outdoor digital signage, especially for a sunny location, visit their website at www.sunvisiondisplay.com or find them on YouTube, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Nice. I'm really excited to have them on the show today and hear more about this product that they come up with. And uh, before we do that, Gino, what is all the buzz about Robinhood? (laughs) Let's get into the A block. Okay, uh, going into the A block now, we got to start off with, with this story. It's hot, hot, hot news, and there's just developing 
all across the uh, news and the internet here. Robinhood app under major fire for contributing to the massive inflation of the stock prices of GameStop, AMC, and other heavily underperforming companies. The, pop <laughs> the popular app among younger retail stock buyers had to halt trading and taking place after it was reopened that an anonymous Reddit group that boasted over 2 million users told everyone to start buying these valuable stocks, thus driving up the price uncharacteristically high for companies with low to non-existent value. <laughs> All right. So the backstop, let's, let's just dissect this a little bit for people who don't know. Okay. So the backstop, uh, backstory on this is basically Robinhood is an app heavily used by new, new money, you could call it. Younger people who don't have a lot of background on investing, they can get easy access to this app. They can upload 20, 30, 40 bucks of their money. In some cases, a lot more than that. Um, and they can start buying shares of stock in companies. Very easy. It's no frills. There's no like craziness like on these other apps, like I don't know what, like TD, TD Ameritrade and all e these other things. Right. Much more complex things uh, in those apps. This is a simple app. And so because its user base is a lot of younger people that don't necessarily know about stocks or anything about it, they are going to be more on these kind of websites like Reddit, as an example, and trading information and sharing memes and things about what's interesting or what could be a valuable thing to buy. So the, uh, what's taken place is that apparently there was a Reddit group that had over 2 million users in it, and that group was called uh, Wall, Street's, uh, uh, Beats. Uh, Wall Street Beats. Wall Street Beats is like a, an insider's group, right? And a bunch of people got together anonymously and started saying, oh, GameStop, as one example, and AMC are two really popular, like these are going to blow up. Everyone's got to get in on these. Everyone's going to go buy these stocks right away. And so all these millions of young people who don't know any better read that and they started flooding the Robinhood app, buying GameStop shares of stock, and then the price went up huge. Okay. And so the problem with that is GameStop as a company does not have a very strong business model. No. It is like brick and mortar stores where you can buy video games, which sounds like, okay, what's wrong with that? Well, the problem is it's like a tie into the MJO snaps segment. I know, right? <laughs> uh, the future of gaming on like on platforms like Twitch, people are just downloading games off the internet. And they're just streaming them or they're subscribing to services where they can like buy the game on their internet and not go get a physical copy of it. So like really seasoned investors are like GameStop is kind of like in a bad position because no one's going to brick and mortar stores right now because of COVID. And then on top of that, they sell a, a, a hard copy of a video game and people aren't, the trend is not to go buy hard copies of video games. It's to download it. So it's kind of like their business model is like in jeopardy of, falling apart. So why is their stock price so high? And so the theory is that like hedge fund people and different people that, that know this, they knew that all these young people would start buying this. So they kind of floated this fake idea, like it's a good company, thus pumping up the price so that they could cash out. So it's kind of like a scheme in a way, right? 
And, and so anyways, people are mad at Robin Hood because they're thinking that Robin Hood didn't take proper action to help um, protect the younger investor. What, what, what are we calling them? Retail, oh, retail right. stock buyers, <laughs> meaning they don't really know what they're doing. They just saw something and they're like, oh, cool. Let me spend all my money on this. And what's going to happen is if that stock tanks, they're going to get wiped out. They're gonna, all these people are going to lose their money. So uh, David had mentioned, he's here on the, on the screen, that he knew a little bit about this. I'm going to bring David in uh, here. And, and David, what, what, do you, uh, what else can you contribute to this, this story or what else do you know about it? On the GameStop, you know, pretty much more of what you had said, but um, I can say I was reading more too about uh, when you talk about brick and mortar and you get the actual hard copy, that sounds very familiar to a company that I think all of us know uh, that's no longer really worth much, and that's Blockbuster. Wow. And that's the next one on the list. Yeah, uh, so that's right. Yeah, so that was like the next trend was let's make Blockbuster like GameStop. And uh, for that one franchise up in Alaska that's still sitting around, they can't wait. <laughs> you know? There is. Yeah. It's still around. Right. It's more of the same. Yeah, they got one. I don't know. It's it's like family video, you know, that we have out here. But, uh, yeah, that's it, it's more of the same. So it's pretty interesting how the, the masses – of people who are now contributing and um, how fair this is. Is it fair? You know, really what Robinhood did was when they halted trading, they either protected certain people at the expense of others and that's right. that or not, you know, that's not um, open trading for sure. Wow. Right. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. Well, there, there is an open or there is a wide range and a lot to this story to uh, un, un, unfold. It, it's like, we're in the age now of you can make the rules as you go along. Mm-hmm. No longer is it just staple. 70 billion with a B was lost by these hedge funds, 5,000 hedge funds. Mm. And they're pissed off. Wow. And they're pissed off because the little guy was ahead of the game just by much, just by like a hair. Mm. And capitalized like on, on what you said, and then other people are just like, "Hey, look, you got that stimulus check? Yeah, buddy, I, I do. Well, why don't you put a hundred bucks in there or whatever?" So true. It's so yeah, true. It, you only need like a few, few, you know, ten bucks. If you get what you get, fifty or five hundred million people, right. five thousand people. Right. I, I forget how many it was, but yeah, they like a little uh, bit of time or like a little bit of money to invest into this yeah. and to make these little companies grow exponentially in a fast rate and those hedge funds wanted those companies to tank mm. but they got caught with their pants down <laughs> you could say, yeah you could say and, and you know the other interesting dynamic of it is like it's kind of fascinating like young people want you know to a degree they want to be involved in these kind of things they want to you know be knowledgeable about investing and and, and participating in all this. So I think to David's point, you know, it's, 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 does Robin Hood step in and, and halt trading to protect some at the expense of others? I mean, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Uh, it's an interesting dilemma, right? For sure to have on their hands. But I did just read this morning, all of a sudden now Robin Hood is announcing 1 billion with a B, uh, a new round of financing. One billion dollars in oh, financing—that's yeah. that's breaking news there, as of this morning. I'm like, gotta oh, be right. I'm like, okay. Well, so do something controversial, and you well, get a billion dollars in fundraising. Caught, right. So, so on top of it, Robinhood was caught, and they're denying it, but they were caught 
selling people shares at oh, lower wow. prices than they That's what I'm talking about. Wow. And, yeah. And so it's one thing to stop trading. It's another to execute their position um, at much lower prices to save the people who were there. I mean, it's getting, it's going to be nasty either way. Um, so As it's a, one thing to have a spike, but another that it, this action that occurred. As a Robinhood user, so I've been getting updates since uh, yesterday. And one update was like, the markets are experiencing significant volatility and there may be an increase in risk. And then today there was a, a couple of them and what they're trying to do is limit the amount of shares you can buy. So a, not saying that you should go out and do this, okay? But, but some people are, are saying, okay, well then just hit me up at like the maximum. And the other thing is uh, that Robinhood was also, and I think the securities exchange was preventing people from getting these stocks. And so, wow. but then, hey, the joke's on them because the users are like, okay, we'll just go to the next available company that's small and rising up. Like AMC. Like so, AMC. so in other words, Robinhood is getting Robin Hooded. That's what people are saying. saying the, 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 the name is supposed to suggest, you know, steal from the rich and give to the poor, but it's like the opposite. But what's cool, though, <laughs> that's really good. How what's, ironic. what's really yeah. cool, though, and this goes back to like the Reddit and, and so forth. There are groups of people that are like on totally different political uh, spectrums that are now coming together to make all this happen. Now wait a minute. Did you also, did you say you have an, a Robin Hood account? I do. Did you did you did you cash in? Uh, you know, I I did a a friend of mine that we kind of share uh, put something up the night before all this blew up, and he was like, "What does he said? He said like, no, it's all about GameStop, not the cryptocurrency. GameStop is using crypto or whatever.' It's like what? Like what does that mean? Like, yeah. but should I be on GameStop? Wow. So I looked into it. So wait, so you had a chance to get in on it? I had a chance, but I had no <laughs> idea what he was talking about. And then the next day, it was hard to find GameStop uh, on Robinhood. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, you couldn't find it. Right. Well, uh, let's let's stay on top of this story because this is going to be out there for a minute, and let's uh, we'll we'll keep reporting on it as yeah, new things come up. We definitely but will. There's a couple other big things that this drop us switching gears to the movie side of things, because yes. our audience loves when we banter on this kind of stuff. What's a just randomly hopping off Robin Hood and jumping into this? What's this huge trailer that just dropped? Well, speaking of huge and jumping on things, because there was an aircraft carrier involved, Godzilla versus Kong trailer that just dropped this past Sunday. And what is the early verdict on it? Uh, it is superb. Two thumbs up. Uh, there are critics out there who are very harsh on movies like this. But like they say, I got to tell you, I'm pumped. Yeah, you're <laughs> pumped for it. Okay. And, and there's so much to unveil on all of this because some people believe, okay, this first teaser trailer was kong orientated but maybe the next one is more godzilla orientated okay. and then the theories are already out and they already make sense i almost want to be a spoiler right now because i have a huge prediction of what exactly is going to happen they're going to both team up together and take on mothra well they are going to team up <laughs> together that's for sure right but i think the because they're making godzilla in this trailer look like the enemy which is like odd you know and i'm team godzilla I'm not gonna root for Kong. Yeah, but, but like, but I'm, I'm team. I'm team Kong. Oh, you're team Kong. Yeah. Well, nothing wrong with Kong. It's just that I that was Wait, my let's, first. Let's ask David and, and Aubrey. Team Kong or Team Godzilla? I'm Kong all the way. Go mammals. 
No mammals. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Aubrey, what do you say? I would, I would, I'll, I'll take Godzilla. Oh, hey, we got two hey, for Godzilla and two for Kong. Good, right. good, 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 equal there. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, like but, the, but one theory, which not a lot of people are bringing up, but it's a death good theory, is that the villain would be Godzilla, but realistically, it's not the real Godzilla. It's Mecha huh. Godzilla. In oh, style oh, Godzilla. Wow. Just like in the original. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll be really interesting to see when that comes out. And a cool thing about that is that's going to be one of these major, massive films that's going to hit your streaming service at the same time it drops. That's correct. In, in movie the movie theaters. theaters. Yeah. It's going to come to, I believe, HBO Max. Yes. Okay. Um, and that kind of dovetails into point number, bullet point number three here to kind of wrap, wrap up the A block that movie theaters across the country are now back open and they are pushing hard to get people back in the theaters. But with all of these new movies simultaneously being streamed in your home is it worth the risk to go back into the theaters well we gotta remember i don't i i still a lot of movie theaters are open like like regal's supposed to be all open right now uh i know amc has a a lot of places open uh especially across the world the 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 thing is though from what i understand in los angeles is that the movie theaters aren't open there and that there are people willing to drive to go see like a godzilla vs kong in vegas so yeah, so I mean, look, I put it out there. I'm I'm willing to go. If like, I go to Vegas, I'm not going to go see a movie. <laughs> but I got like a, a movie like this. You got to hear it in the sound. And 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 like they say, like there's a lot of experts in all different types of areas who study this with the movie theaters. They say like movie theaters are actually probably one of the safer places because not only are you wearing a mask, but everyone's heading in one direction, so you can't right. get the you know breathing over. But, it. Let's 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 get David and Aubrey's opinion on this one too. Um, big movies coming, staying inside, watching them on TV, or taking the risk to go experience the Dolby surround sound and the huge screen. What's it gonna be? Well, I our our family is still kind of in COVID threat level red <laughs> okay. um, mode, and so we're probably not. But I definitely would, you know, for something like this. And like you say, it's probably safer because you are, in fact, you know, everyone facing the same direction. And sitting. Um, sitting, and sitting I would consider it because it is, it's way better on the big screen for okay. sure. All right. Yeah. Hey, David, how about yourself? I've got two little boys under two, so I think it's more dangerous for other people if we bring them around. <laughs> 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 um, I mean, there's just, I can't even begin to explain diaper stories or whatever, but um the only thing I'd say about it is those movie theaters pay a lot of money for the rights to play that movie and they right. don't get money. They, they only make money really on their concessions. Wow. And right. so there's gotta be some kind of, you know, if you're going to release at the same time, then either give them a discount or charge more or something wow. like that. Because I mean, you got to right. support a business one way or another right. and they have a legitimate <laughs> argument there. But other than that, anything that makes movies going to the theater cheaper, I'm all about. So, yeah. I agree. I, I, I believe, because we talked about this before. On the, right. I, I believe HBO Max is going to be doing some kind of special where, like, it, it, it's only a limited time all these movies right. are going to be playing. And I think you pay a little bit extra for it. Right. Um, and then the movie theaters, yeah, I think they are doing a, a, a discount. And, and, and they're only, you can only have so many people in the theater at once anyway. Right. But I think right. they're increasing. Yeah. That. Right. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I mean, dude, I'm, I got to see the movie theater. I really do. I okay. <laughs> I I'm 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 on Team Aubrey for this one. I'm still playing, going to play it safe. I'm not going to rush. Even though I really want to go back to the theaters, I'm not yeah. going to rush right back in. 
And I, I made a small investment in a new sofa that is like, oh. it's like a movie theater. Oh. It's, like, it's like a movie theater seat. It, it reclines, it has a cup holder. It's like pretty legit. So, life changer. Yeah, my brother came over and he said, the only thing I'm missing is like a little strip of lights, LED lights on the floor oh, of my, yes. my, my living room. <laughs> That's awesome. That lead, that lead to the door with an exit. You can get slide. those pretty cheap at Menards. I know. Yeah. I guess right. you want a Menards out there. But. Right. Yeah, he's whatever. My, my, my brother, it. my brother, in all his sarcasm, said, "Hang an exit sign above your door." You know all this different. I was gonna say, yeah, and then it can double as like an airline. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get a, a popcorn machine. You know, what I thought right. you were gonna say, I thought you were gonna say, like, yeah, I actually invested in some AMC stock. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were. I thought he was going right into that because that's the other one. That would have been. That would yeah. more sense. That would have been a perfect reopen. That yeah, would have been a perfect yeah, theaters are so relevant. Exactly. <laughs> so I got to make sure it performs well. <laughs> well, let's <laughs> left turn. Let's <laughs> let's switch gears and let's enter into the B block and let's officially welcome our guests. B block, take it away. All right. All right. So we are super excited to formally welcome David and Aubrey here um, from. Uh, Sun Vision Display. Thank you guys so much again, first and foremost, for the sponsorship. We really appreciate that. Um, and I think the listeners are going to be super stoked to hear about how you guys came up with the idea for this, the go-to-market strategy, because you're kind of like a startup within a bigger organization. So maybe to kind of kick things off, could you both introduce yourselves and what your your uh, role is in the in the organization? And we'll kind of start from there and, and how you guys kind of work together on this product. Sure. So my name is Aubrey Abernethy, and I um, I'm with uh, New Vision Display, which is a, a manufacturer for OEMs. We do displays and touch screens, and Sun Vision Display is our new brand of or product line um, specifically for digital signage. And um, so we're taking kind of an uh, LCD concept that's been around reflective LCDs and made it bigger um, and usable for outdoors and it's a really exciting um, development especially because of the, the power savings and mm-hmm. um, yeah so you want to introduce yourself okay. and uh, thanks uh, my name is David Sexauer I am the, the team lead here and business development manager for uh, the Sun Vision Display product line uh, and like what Aubrey said, uh, this is really our first branded, trademarked product line. Uh, you probably have seen New Vision Displays components in some other larger brand names and not known it. But uh, this is our first step really into the front line of uh, display components and also uh, the LCD market. So uh, when Matthew said that it, it's kind of like a startup, it really is. This is a very brand new venture for New Vision Display. And in that sense, it has a lot of startup ideas. It's a very innovative technology. Um, it's an, an incredibly exciting industry and market that's growing a lot right now. But we also have this incredible foundation from New Vision Display as being a very established uh, player in different components. So that's screens and, and various LCDs. Well, we thought it would be awesome for listeners to learn more about Sun Vision Display and specifically the origin story of this in- incredible product. Can you tell us a little bit about how the idea came about and how you established the need for this product? Sure. That's a great question. So 
uh, for most of the displays that, that we have come accustomed to that, that started really from our use of smartphones and tablets, uh, the, the public is, is expecting digital content. And also with your, your TVs getting bigger and bigger, they expect other displays to get larger and larger. So uh, as manufacturers were trying to figure out solutions there, uh, they tried to take the, the model of your phone, which has a, a backlight that goes through the LCD. And as anybody who's been outside on a bright day knows, it, it's pretty tough when it's a bright day. You can't really see the screen. Hmm. And even more so for a larger panel. So the traditional solution that had been going around was just get brighter, throw more logs on the fire, try and blast through all that sunlight. And although it wasn't ideal, this became an accepted solution because the market was growing so much. Mm -hmm. And for a while it was just get your prices cheaper and make the displays bigger. We will figure out the sunlight thing later. Mm. Well, that costs a lot of money and, and the environmental uh, aspects, not just on the surrounding environment, but on your eye health and on the amount of radiation that hits you was, is, was, and is becoming a serious concern. Mm -hmm. So our, uh, engineers and our scientists took a look at this and reflective technology has been around. You, you may have seen it in like a smartwatch or uh, a Kindle. And that uses a very similar type of technology uh, where we excel was uh, for example, like Tesla didn't invent the car and didn't invent the battery, but they saw that if you can combine these things and apply them into a market that's already well established, that you can have an, an unbelievable amount of success. So, we did the same or similar with reflective technology. We made it these sizes, which is 32 and a 43 inch, which really hadn't been done, um, especially in many parts of the world. And then we added uh, some of that, the liquid crystal, the, the clarity there with full color and the, the video, which you won't see on a Kindle, um, at least not in the near future. Uh, and just used what was already available to us to make small changes. Now, what makes ours different is the fact that we don't have a backlight. These two displays behind us have no light source of their own whatsoever. Wow. And so we rely on sunlight coming through that window and reflecting off the back of the panel through our LCD to give you that same color. That's it, It's like a small change that made an incredible difference. Wow. And so when, when the scientists and the, uh, the engineers discovered this kind of breakthrough that they could apply that tech to just even these size television screens. Was that just like the ultimate like aha moment for, for, for you guys at new vision display to say, we need to package this up as its own product line, brand it and go to market with this kind of this whole branded idea thing. Was that kind of like how that kind of came That's together? Absolutely. 100%. When people see these in person, and I know we have the, the screens here and we're trying to record it, th there is nothing that can compare to seeing this live. Mm -hmm. um, and then when you're told how it works, you have that aha moment. I don't know if you guys go to a chiropractor or whatever, but if you ever get your, you got that itch or whatever, that kink, and it just goes, everything lines up perfectly. That's that moment. Um, I still get like goosebumps thinking about it because awesome. it does it, it really it solves so many things in one simple little kind of component switch because the first is it's sunlight readable you actually the brighter it is outside the better you see these which is something so foreign to people who are shading their screens that uh 
they, you know, that's their first benefit. Then they start to realize that it consumes almost no power because there is no light, bad light, and that it's more environmentally friendly. Like it's just, you can't find, you know. Right. It's like, it's like, it's like checkbox after checkbox after checkbox. And I'm really glad you, you, you reiterated the, the, the low, the low energy consumption, all that stuff, because, you know, by, because of the name sun vision display. And, and that was the original thing that caught my attention when I first saw the post on LinkedIn about it was I'm in, been in the digital signage industry for, you know, 12 years of my life now. And knowing that these local storefronts that hang TV screens in their window have this issue and experiencing it firsthand. When I came across that, I was like, wow, that's incredible that, that the sun does, it has this anti-glare technology, but the underlying um, power savings, if you guys blow this up on a massive billboard size or something like that, something that covers all the time, you know, building in times square, think about how much low and, you know, a reduction in energy bill that, you know, someone would have to pay for that. Right. So it's almost like, you just, you know, like you said, you keep, you keep finding more uh, value um, check boxes there and, and it's really incredible. Now you have a, is this a demo right here behind us for, for anyone watching the YouTube feed? Yep. What, what, what are we looking at here uh, behind you on the screens? So I'll go ahead and I can go ahead. Yeah, so these are, um, this is the 32 inch size mm -hmm. and right now we just have our logo showing on it. Um, and you know, today we're indoors it's kind of overcast really like this is like you know you put this thing in the full sun and i mean it looks good pretty good here but like even more in the full sun outdoors it's just like you know oh, gorgeous yeah um and you can see on the 43 inch we have video playing which is something that um a lot of like other reflective lcd technologies and smaller sizes can't do video wow. um and so that's a nice Thing, you know, as if you're advertising, you really want to capture people with motion and graphics. Um, so, right, right. And Matthew, as um, you know, as AdSemble knows, with a lot of the uh, the advertisers and the digital content that um, you guys work with, retailers might want a static image or they may want a video. Um, Big time. It may not be the full movie theater. I mean, you could put it. We have we have actually watched movies on this, but um, retailers may not want that full cinematic look but they want motion especially if they want to change the content wow. periodically so that's why we're trying to show a little bit of both that um this can hold a static image um and, and still look fine for longer periods of time and you switch it out as needed or if you want to play a video you absolutely can um they actually come with speakers too so you can play sound um interesting that's kind of the the, uh, the reason for both we're trying to appeal to that uh, let's kind of segue to challenges here. When taking this market to product, what are some unique or interesting challenges that you've occurred or that have occurred, I should say? Sure. Great question. The first is when you're the first at anything, nobody knows who you are or uh, people may not automatically think of the benefits right away. They may give you the time of day, but not necessarily put it all together. So for example, um, uh, Matthew, like you said, with sun vision display, a lot of people think that it was a solar powered display because you hear so many advances in solar energy these days. Right. And we're, we're not that. So it, it's, it's just promotion and letting people know our brand name, which is, you know, very brand new, as well as the fact that this technology exists. And so we're happy to do it. It's just 
has to occur. So that's probably our biggest challenge at this point in time. Yeah, I would agree that education is key right now, just because, like he was saying, the, the sol you know, confusing it with solar power, or there's so many things, like people, it's hard to take, it, it really is, you know, LCDs and how they're made is very complex, it's very technical, and even this technology, kind of breaking it down so that people can have that aha moment, you know, mm -hmm. um, Right. Really understand there is no backlight on this display. I'm still blown away by that. It's there's yeah. nothing like it's not creating its own light at all. Like the only thing that's requiring power in this is the actual LCD crystals are changing the, the image, but the way that the light is shining through it is there's like a mirrored panel back there. Wow. Um, instead of a backlight. So it's purely reflective light. That's mm. it. So, you know, you talk about energy savings, um, a, a high brightness backlight is, what is it, like 3,000 nits or something, 3, which more. nits yeah. is kind of like a, a unit to measure brightness. And okay. it, it, it's, it requires a lot of electricity to run those 3,000 nits over time. Wow. Whereas these um, use like less than five watts of power. Oh it's my 95 roughly 95% less energy than a high brightness LCD. That's, that's really incredible. So if someone's mm -hmm. listening to this or watching this on YouTube right now, and they're thinking to themselves, you know, maybe I can be innovative within my company, my, my established company and try to discover something new to do uh, or new to, to, to go to market with, what would be like a practical tip that you could provide them from your guys' experiences on that journey where, where should they best get started with that kind of journey? Well, if they show up to work with one of these, that's a good start. <laughs> <laughs> and it's even better if they mention they heard it on the Ad Hero podcast oh, yeah. and they call it. Oh, exactly. yeah, right. Double whammy. <laughs> so, um, but very similarly, it's, it's, if you're out there, it's, it's taking an idea. And, and what's interesting is people think that ideas have to be complex. And trust me, the physics behind this is but the solution that we came up with wasn't. It was just to remove the problem and replace it with something that made sense. And so people will quickly find that if you have that idea, if you have that itch um, at work to make that suggestion or to develop something and think that it will be effective, then just, just go ahead and do it. Do the simple thing and let this, the effects speak for themselves because you know this display, I could not say another word, and it really does a lot to talk for itself. And so if that gives anybody some, uh, some inspiration or to, to get over that, that hump, don't, I mean, from where we started, we didn't, nobody had uh, an idea of our name because it was a, a brand new name and logo. Nobody had an idea about the technology, especially in North America. And yet, you know, a few short months later, we were up and going, real product, real solutions. And uh, it's very, very exciting. You won't ever regret it. And I think, it, I think it also speaks volumes to, you know, the parent organization, New Vision Display, for supporting you guys and, you know, uh, you know um, backing the, the creation of a product line and a brand and basically giving you guys the ability to kind of build this baby from scratch and, and carry it off the ground. So I think that's um, really supportive and awesome. So hopefully you know, if you're watching this, listening to this, you work at a company that would similarly support you if you come to the table with a new idea, because it could be game changing, you know? Mm -hmm. and, it, and again, it sounds like this, this was a problem that was just kind of ever present and people were just like, well, we'll get yeah. to that later. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. And then you guys were like, 
you know what, let's get to it right now. Let's see if there's something here. Right. And, well, then- and that's just why, you know, the MVD management, when they, when this was developed, they just jumped right on board and it was wow. like, it's on deck. let's get this thing out there because it's real. I mean, especially, you know, you hear so much about climate change and the environment and that's a, a, a significant concern. Um, and now's the time to figure out solutions that are going to cut back on power and blue light radiation and, and even, you know, the animals, like just that light. And, um, there's a lot, there's a lot of really amazing advantages, you know, especially for the environment. Uh, One, one, one other, maybe less interesting talking point again, keeping with that theme of helping someone who's maybe in a similar situation where they're trying to be innovative within their established thing and coming up with something new. How would you, what suggestions could you provide to that person um, on figuring out the right pricing model and the right kind of like that, uh, how you're going to sell it? Because I would imagine you're literally writing the script and the processes to do all this yeah. from scratch. Like you said, a startup, kind of like a startup, right? But uh, I can speak from personal experience and we, over the years, we've had to iterate and reiterate different things and cost models and all kinds of stuff just to see what would stick with people. So has it been a similar journey for you guys with this product launch? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Um, and if I could weigh in any type of suggestion and I do this with sales everywhere I go, make sure that what you offer is an actual solution. If you're solving something, the rest will fall in line. Um, prototypes and, and uh, samples, cost money, just like, you know, early Teslas cost money and early innovations cost money, but that solves over time. So for example, uh, you know, for our type of display, because it's so low power, it's basically only the cost to acquire. You have no cost of ownership to, to run it because it doesn't cost anything. So keeping that in mind, like we solved that over time versus a high brightness display, we actually are more cost effective. And so that's one solution of several. And so if you can make sure that what you have is a solution, that's the best start. And then I think that the next is um, make sure that uh, you can get people to fall in love with it. If, if they fall in love with it, they will do anything they can to get it going. Wow. And uh, it's that's so great. true in so many ways. That, mm-hmm. It really that's, helps. That's awesome. You know, uh, there's some takeaways I actually have of all this. Well, well, first of all, I like that it's made in America. I like that a lot. And uh, second of all, you know, it, it kind of reminds me of like what we're doing for Ad Symbol, buying local, support local, right. advertise local. Right. And a local company can advertise on the screens that you guys have. You know, this is brilliant. Um, so like the, the keys here, like no matter what the size of the organization, if you kind of keep your eyes and ears open, you can discover voids that need to be filled and innovation just never stops. If you fill those voids, you can capitalize on that innovation. Would you agree? Yeah, we both. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, and even getting to what you're talking about going locally, um, a lot of people think that um, it's only the big name brands of the world that are, are looking to acquire this kind of signage. And that's really not true, um, especially with what's happening with COVID right now. A lot of businesses are forced to reevaluate what they're doing. And it's, it's really inspiring to see how many people are not seeing this as a negative, but a true opportunity to either upgrade their facilities, make their products or services better, 
And part of that decision right now is going to digital. Not a lot of people mm -hmm. who were going to do it now are like, well, let's do it because we need to make sure our first step forward in this COVID, post-COVID world is effective. And so there are plenty of small business owners that uh, this type of technology would be extremely helpful, helpful for like food trucks. And, uh, you know, we're in looking at different like mini golf, golf courses, mini golf, yeah. things like that, that oh, you wow. don't have to That'd be, be this one. big corporation that, that buys a thousand of these that we'd love you too. But um, right. it really does support through the whole. Oh, it's, the whole I love hearing that. It's fabulous. I really love hearing that. It's really awesome. Well, you guys have both been great. Uh, this has been really educational. Um, I'm, I'm sure of it. And, you know, for our listeners, if you're, if you're checking this out, if you're listening to this right now on the podcast stream, uh, please head over to the YouTube channel because the YouTube channel, you'll see the product uh, here in our studio. Um, and and it, it's, I'm watching it right now on the screen here. It looks fabulous. Uh, so guys, what would be the best way for our listeners to get in touch with both of you to learn more about the product, maybe pick up one or 2,500? Uh, <laughs> what, what, what would you guys recommend be the best way for people to reach out to you guys? So really, um, I mean, and, and we're a pretty tight-knit group. Um, when you reach out to us at sunvisiondisplay.com, um, you can get our phone number. A lot of people prefer just to submit a, an online form. It'll be me that pretty much responds to you. Um, nice. I mean, it. So it's not like you don't ever see me or Aubrey again. Um, we do have a team of people here that, that uh, obviously help support us and their efforts are incredible. But um, it's not just, we're not just faces that you don't ever see again. I mean, we, we stand by what we're doing and, you know, I'd be thrilled to, to talk to anybody and answer any questions. Um, Aubrey is the one that did uh, an incredible job on the marketing side with our web content and making it look really nice too, <laughs> so that you enjoy your experience there. Yeah, so our, our listeners got to check out the, the your, your YouTube channel. It's got some really cool. Yeah, yes. the YouTube channel is a great place to see the thing, these things like it outdoors in the sun and, you know, in the, in the cold weather and, you know, I mean, there's lots of really good uh, videos of it. Yeah. And you guys are, and you, and you guys are racking up some subscribers too. I saw, I saw that going yeah. up. <laughs> get on with yourself. <laughs> yeah, more people don't want to see me go outside and get cold. I think that's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, what else can we make them do? <laughs> well, uh, we've had a blast here on the show. We, we ran a little bit longer today, but that's just because we're having fun. So it's all good. Uh, nothing wrong with that. But uh, any other final thoughts or do you want to jump into uh, where uh, the, the social media tip? Well, it, it, it looks like we're going to have a little lightning round. Well, we could do a light. We could still do a lightning yeah, round. You yeah, want, you want yeah, to do a lightning I, round? I really do. Okay, I really do. Wants to do a lightning so, round. I, I was looking at a clock over here and I, and I know how we like to keep the show. at a I know. Place, so. Right. Right. Usually, but, usually Gino's the one that gets on me for running over. He's like, you got to keep it. At, but, yeah. all right, all right. but, but you know, this is a very if, if good conversation. Us, if you're giving us permission for the lightning, round, I am, man, I'll jump I am. I'll do it. I, 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 we could, we could even have this as a bonus section. All right. All right. Then I'm going to start the lightning round. Lightning round is as it sounds rapid fire questions. Gino and I will each, uh, this is like where we like to have a little bit of fun. Gives the listeners and the viewers a chance to get to know both of you a little bit better on different levels, different things. Uh, we'll throw a question out there. And first answer that pops to mind, just shout it out, and we'll, t and we'll just do a few of them, all right? So I'm going to kick it off, all right? Uh, Batman or Superman? Superman. I have, it'd have to be Superman. Wow. I'm, right. I'm not even happy about that. All right, two Supermans. All right, Gino, go. Okay, remember, first, first answer that pops in your head, outdoor advertising. 
Sunvision display. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. McDonald's. They're synonyms. Or McDonald's. Really McDonald's or Burger King. McDonald's. Uh, uh, Chicago, Chicago staple. Although I like Burger King coffee better. <laughs> like, uh, Burger King fries maybe, maybe. maybe <laughs> McDonald's Coke. And their French toast sticks are really good. <laughs> okay, I've, I've yet to go to Chicago, but I've done my history over the years. Um, pizza or Stromboli? Pizza. 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 Neither. Okay. All right. And since yeah. you are- Unless you're in like a real, real authentic... Yeah. Italian restaurant or something. Then and what I'm, kind of pizza? So not deep dish. I know everybody talks about this deep dish thing, but <laughs> unless you were about to, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 no. Like thin crust with you know a couple toppings on there. Whatever you yeah. like, put it on there. But don't, I mean, the deep dish is fine. But. You have to if you come out to this area, you have to try the Chicago Pizza Authority. Um, Chicago Pizza Elgin. Authority. It is okay. So good. Yeah. Okay. It's a small chain. Um, that's been around forever, but mm-hmm. oh my gosh. Wow. So, that's, that's when better. you guys come in town. Is that, is that better than, yeah. than Lou Malnati's? Well, it's different. It's, it's, hard. it's, it's Yeah, it's different because right. Lou's, Lou's is also like one of the best, but. Even your neighborhood yeah. places know what they're doing. Like, okay. Yeah. Places yeah. And they're like, oh, we'll try this. And it's All like right. the same cardboard as a box came in. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's keep with this Chicago theme. Cubs or White sure. Sox? Cubs. White socks. White socks. Oh, oh wow. Got oh, she's Lord. got the cuts. Oh, that's great. She's got the cuts. Oh, wow. Who's got the, uh, the coach of the year in the yeah. Dell MVP? We, 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 just, we just created a division. I'm just, okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. The they went from, they went from being perfect colleagues to like. That's uh, right. Wait, real quick. And, yeah. What's, what was that W? I never could find out the fly, significance. Fly the W. It means win. That's what won. it was? Yeah, that's what it means win. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. always winning. There's a reason, though, they're hard to find. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Zinger. Oh. All right, last, last, last question. Uh, what are you watching on Netflix or Disney Plus right now? Oh, well, first title uh, that pops in. I just got done with uh, The Mandalorian. I didn't watch season mm. two. Season one, I'm through. Okay, little, all right. Boys, like I said. That's so, cool. Okay. But between it's bubble guppies and then the Mandalorian. So <laughs> big jump. Uh I have not gotten into the Mandalorian. My husband loves it. He's like on his like third time through it. Um <laughs> I so I barely get time to watch but anything, but um the home edit is my okay. latest one that I really enjoy. I'm like super into organizing and kind of in a minimal <laughs> kind of minimal minimize the amount of clutter in my life nice. <laughs> i gotta look that one up so, so yeah so it's there you um, go. that kind of feeds that that side of my brain okay all right okay so. no i know i know gino's vote would be cobra kai oh yeah, oh, yeah. I, I just haven't got there yet it'll be like three years before. well i i'm, I'm, I'm now on wandavision actually oh you're on wandavision okay i i'm actually going back and re-watching the karate kid like the original 80s yeah, yeah. karate nice. kid just so i could like Get reacclimated with the characters and stuff like that. I'm funny, having some fun with that. Funny fact here: uh, Matthew's actually a fan of the next Karate Kid. Yes. Oh, Do you remember really? the next Karate Kid? Yeah, yeah with, with uh, Will Smith. Heidi, with with Will Smith. No, 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 no. Not the other. The one we talked about that oh. no one knows about. 
the uh, one with uh, uh, Hillary Swank? Oh, no, I didn't like that. Yeah, I just said Hillary, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 you did say it. Oh, I'm <laughs> no, sorry. No. Okay. Oh. no, that's all right. No, it was like the worst one. one but... Is Hillary Swank the actress they were they were asking in the office? Yes, yes. That was Hillary Swank. Oh. Oh. Real quick, real quick, real quick about Karate Kid. You know, we were talking about the universe and, and so forth. Yes. I think that was a couple episodes ago. And like, do we add the next Karate Kid in right. and all that kind of stuff, right? So funny thing is, real quick, there's Saturday morning cartoons. There used to be the, the Karate Kid cartoon. Okay. And, it's, and I, I ran across that on YouTube. And it's crazy because like Mr. Miyagi is like running. He's jumping on airplanes, hang gliding. Like he's like the Superman. It's like so ridiculous. It's hilarious. I love that, man. Oh, that's how it's, it's, yeah. yeah. No, it's cool. It's just, it. It, it's just that, like, what if that, like, like that was live action? You know, <laughs> yeah. oh my god, yeah, uh, he could do it. Sun double, sun double. All right, well, that was that was a fun lightning round. I like oh, that. I loved it. I like yeah, that. Right. There you so go. Now, I'll give you guys a show if you haven't watched it. Uh, Fargo on FX. Oh, wow, if you guys have watched Fargo, it's unbelievable. I love the film. Is it a continuation of the film? It is, and it's in the same style but completely different storylines. Yeah, isn't each season a whole new storyline? Right, it's kind of yeah. like a true detective meets Fargo, but it's oh wow, kind of okay, so, okay. Yeah, and some of the scenes in uh, in uh, season four were filmed here in Elgin. No so. way, local pump. No yeah. way. That's that makes it even better when you can like spot like landmarks and be like, I know where that is. Yeah, that's the one. So- that's the one on uh, FX, right? Yeah, it is on FX. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Well, that was uh, that was fun, Gino. Thanks, no. thanks for encouraging the lightning. Of round. course, hey, you thanks know, for giving us permission to extend the show longer. It's yeah. it's a <laughs> producer, Gino. It's an opportunity to talk to guests who are you know halfway to across the country, and it's such a great interview. Yes, that uh, yes. I want to get some more insight. There you go. There you go. <laughs>